Welcome to We Write Songs, a podcast for all songwriters. Whether you're a well-established working songwriter or just about to write your very first song. I'm Celine Ellis. And I'm Tara Henton. Hello and welcome to the We Write Songs podcast. Tara, how are we today? I'm great, Celine. How are you? Fantastic. Although I'm a little bit tired, I'm not going to lie. And I think we're both in the same boat at the moment, aren't we? Uh, yeah, I'm great, but I am I am tired. Yeah, but yeah. that that's just, I think I'm always a little bit tired, so I just adapt. <laughs> we're both kind of burning the candle at both ends at the minute, which actually is why it's a great topic that we're going to be discussing today. So what are we going to be talking about, Tara? Making time for songwriting. Making time. Mm. Why is that so difficult? I mean, I, I mean, I, I do struggle with it sometimes, not going to lie. Um, I think it's just the pace of the life that we live mm. and sort of conflicting things, pulling at your time and demands. You know, we all have so many different roles that we, we fill in our lives that sometimes songwriting seems to be maybe not as high up in the priority list as perhaps it should be. Yeah, definitely. I, I certainly struggle with this. Um, I, I've kind of over the last 18 months had a big shift in, in my available free time and it's it's really impacted me um, to the point where I'm still kind of trying to find my new comfortable way to make sure I get chance to do songwriting when I want to and when I can and I've had to adapt how I do my songwriting now which I'm sure we'll drop into today but yeah, it's definitely things that we hear a lot in the community, isn't it? With people struggling to find the time. Um, and also the guilt associated with that, I think. Um, people, you know, wanting to find the time and, you know, oh, you know, I, I can't find the time. Just it's, it's a struggle sometimes. Um, yeah, I, I agree I'm, with that. I don't disagree with that. But sometimes, is it an excuse? I think... Sometimes it, it could be a veiled excuse. And, and, and I think an excuse in, in the kindest possible sense of, yeah. I think, possibly veiling a little bit of insecurity, maybe, or, yeah. you know, or, or a little bit of an all, in, all or nothing mentality. Like, I think sometimes we, we build up songwriting to be something that has to look a certain way and be a oh, certain okay. way. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's, it's, coming to terms with the fact that like you were saying when your schedule changed your songwriting adapted um i think quite a few people in our community we we met as a community during lockdown and time constraints were very different there was yes. a, we had a lot of time yeah. um and it's trying to find a way to get that songwriting into this you know now that life has kind of resumed and all the time pressures have come back to sort of how we were accustomed to them being in the first place um finding a way to get that all to work I think yeah maybe that's part of it I think that's a really key factor in this about why why we struggle to make the time is is actually looking at your kind of day-to-day -day existence I suppose actually I'm gonna say life and that but your existence you know what what are your key priorities and if songwriting is not one of those key priorities why not? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right. And, and, you know, doing a time audit. Um, yeah. So that, cause I think there's a lot of things that we think we prioritize in our life, but then if we actually did sat down and did a time audit for a week of, you know, mm. what do you actually spend your time on? And if those two lists don't marry up, then you need to, you need to try to bring them in line because if something is a priority for you, then you should be allocating time for it. And as a songwriter, 
songwriting should be a priority. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not I saying it should be the top priority. People have got families, they've got children, they've got uh, work, uh, you know, regular work, so to speak. But yeah, everyone's got different priorities. But as a songwriter, you should be able to prioritise your songwriting. And I think that's what we're going to be kind of highlighting, I think, during today's podcast is some um, boundaries to that, some yeah. negatives and then some positives about how we can make more time. I'm saying that. You can't actually make more time. No, no, this you is can't. A, this is and actually I, and I think a big it's... factor in this is that actually there is a finite amount of time per day, per week, per month, mm. per year, etc., And you can't make more of it. So actually what we need to do is be more organized with the time that we have. That's what I feel. Yeah, no, absolutely. I completely agree. I'm reading a brilliant book at the minute, not specifically music related. Um, Anne Gomez, who uh, Queen's alumni, so from my alma mater, and it's called Workday Warrior. We'll put a, a note mm. to it in the show notes. But one of the key concepts that I've come across in the early chapters that I've been reading with this that I think is just brilliant is this idea, you know, she says that. She says, you can't make time, but what you can do is protect time. Oh, I and, like the way that sounds, yeah. And I think, you know, any you, you, I start thinking of it as like an endangered species, you know what I mean? Like you have to protect your songwriting time and otherwise it's not going to be there. You know, things will bleed into that time and other priorities mm. will, you know, take, uh, kind of overshadow it. Um, so yeah, I'm, 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 I'm about maybe a third of the way through the book. I'm really enjoying it. So I'll, I'll let you know if I feel more organized when I'm done. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> And to protect that time is about booking a time slot. Yeah. As, as, as rigid and as clinical as that sounds, I am someone now who has to actually organise my day, week. I'm, a, I'm very planner orientated in that sense. I need a, a calendar. Go you, to, Celine. <laughs> I've got to be, otherwise I'd go, no, I just I can't remember anything. But I found with a, with a planner, um, I get to see where my free time is. And then yeah. I can go, right, um, because I've got this free time, I'm going to make sure I do some songwriting or I'm going to take that trip that I was going to do. Yeah. And I think that's a massive part of it for me, certainly lately, is actually identifying when I've got time Yeah. and actually utilising that time to the best of my ability because otherwise I flitter that time away. Yeah. I'm much better at protecting my songwriting time when I'm co-writing somebody. Do you find you do. that? Yeah, because, because you're booking a time slot. Exactly, with right? Yeah. And and all of a sudden you're like, well, I've got that co-write in the diary and I'm not going to let that person down. Yeah. I've made a commitment to that. But it can be hard, even if you are putting that in your diary as songwriting time. I mean, the delete button is just right there. Like, oh, totally. I, I thought I could make time for that, but actually... I need to go shopping and get a birthday present for X, Y, Z and mm -hmm. do this and do that. And I have no other time to do it. So I'm going to do it at that time. Um, and I think something that I've started doing in the community is do we do write in events where, you know, you sit there and you write with other people, but not as a co-write situation. And if I put it in the diary in the community, that's my ultimate accountability to that time. Because mm. I, if I delete the event, I've got people going, well, why did you delete the event? Um, so for me, that's a way where I'm trying to hold myself more personally accountable to writing, like ma Brilliant. making time to write, um, where I'm not 
necessarily starting something new. Um, I'm not necessarily working with a co-writer, but just making that time to just be a songwriter on my own. Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. When you book the time in with a co-writer, you make a uh, you protect that time for that. You make sure you're finished whatever you're doing beforehand to be back, be ready. You got the snacks the ready. You yeah. got you know you organize yourself, right? And that's another thing, right? Is actually the preparation is if your organization and preparation for something you make sure you're prepared because if you're not prepared it becomes procrastination right oh i can't start yet because i've got to go get some snacks and i can't start because i've got to do this i could write a book on procrastination to avoid doing what i was going to do yeah but you've been putting that off for a long time now haven't you (laughs) but one of the things that i've found has been massive for me is having a space Mm. a songwriting space that, um, you know, my uh, demo recording bits and bars, my notepads there, my microphone is set up. I don't have to go and find the cables to connect things up if I want to record a quick idea. Um, I don't have to worry if it's a co-write, how am I going to connect to that person? It's all ready for me. And it doesn't have to be a room in your house dedicated to that. It could just be a a workstation or a bag with all your stuff in. That's your songwriting stuff. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, I mean, it can, it can be anything that works for you. For me, I try, you can look around and see that I'm failing miserably in this regard today, but I try to keep my space somewhere where I'm comfortable. Like I try to keep it clean and tidy and have, because I, I also find that that puts me in the right headspace to, mm-hmm. to write. If I come in and I've got piles of paperwork that I've got to go through and things like that. It's just, you come in and the first thing you're bombarded with is all of these things that can literally suck away your songwriting time. And then the guilt kicks in sometimes, right? You're like, oh, how can I justify spending an hour writing a song when I've got this, 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 and this to do? Um, So I think that's, there's a self-sabotage element that comes in for me sometimes. Most definitely. And I think you touched on it then with guilt. I think I think some people can feel guilty for taking the time to do mm. songwriting. It's it's almost like you're being selfish, right? Yeah. And yeah. But it, you know, for, if it's a hobby, songwriting is your hobby, then people spend like three hours playing a round of golf on a Sunday mm. afternoon. Why can't you spend three hours on a Sunday afternoon doing some songwriting? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, whatever role songwriting has for you, whether it's a hobby, whether it's semi-professional, professional, there's justification for making that time either because, I mean, even, even if you are making money from your songwriting, I'm hoping that it does feed part of you as a person as well. Cause otherwise, why are you doing it? It's one of those, you know, as a creative being, we need to, we need to make time. I think it's the most important because I don't know about you, but if I don't kind of do my songwriting on a regular basis, oh, I find... I'm really not nice to be around if I don't. <laughs> exactly right, and I I feel all these emotions and stuff that I utilize my songwriting as my avenue for getting them out. They're my therapy sessions to a certain degree. Even if I'm I, writing, yeah, a... I was going to say if you need justification for songwriting, it's cheaper than therapy. Hell right. <laughs> <laughs> If I don't get them out, it all bottles up and I get kind of really frustrated. And yeah, I'm not, not the best person to be around. So it took me actually um, a number of years not doing any songwriting or guitar playing or gigging or anything to actually work out that what was wrong with me was the lack of that. Yeah. And uh, once I worked that out, I was like, oh my God, that was such a simple thing to sort out. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, 
I think not just songwriting, but I think if people have something that fills their cup and they don't make time for it, then mm. they are not the per like the full person that they can be to everyone else who sometime ends up being the the time draw, you know, like you, you give up your songwriting time for your kids or your family or other mm -hmm. things. But actually, if you don't make that time, who are you to them? A hundred percent, 110 percent, actually, with that. Again, but I don't want to use the word excuse because that sounds like it's a, a negative thing. But people use things like, oh, I've got young children or I've got a uh, wife or husband and I've got a mum that I need to care for. And so they use that as the reasoning mm. why they're not doing their songwriting. But actually, if you think about it, is that just the kind of what they tell themselves to kind of justify whether they've not spent any songwriting time this week or something. Oh, it's because I, I was busy with my be. family. Or oh yeah, it's 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 half term. You you know this right now. It's half term. Your it's half term, but I wrote boring. a song yesterday. Perfect. <laughs> so <laughs> See, you're embodying the protection of time this yeah, week. Yeah, well, I but like you said, it, it it's I don't know. And the other thing is like I'm I get ideas all the time. Even when I'm not making time for songwriting I can't shut off the songwriter mm -hmm. it's I'm always thinking like a songwriter I see the world like a songwriter and if I get to the point where I've almost got this like backlog of things <laughs> that I need to express somehow I it, it I don't know it needs to come out like I need to make time to actually put some of it into something I did exactly the same yesterday I was driving I was in the car for 45 minutes. You and driving, Celine. Every song. Right. Not every song. Not every song. But I spend a lot of time driving. So fair enough. I can't write anything. I can't get my guitar out and stuff while I'm driving along. But what I can do is ask Siri to open a voice memo for me so I can talk into it. Sorry, I was only giggling because I was imagining you driving <laughs> my guitar. With, with the guitar <laughs> and getting funny looks from like people going by going, is she really? Oh, the, the yeah. See the things I see on the motorway. Could I could write a book about or write, write a song about it? Yeah. About it. <laughs> I think um, what we're talking about here is actually is really important. It's is actually having that realization that hey, do you know what? I can find one or two hours a week, if not more, if I'm organized with my life in general. So a disorganized life means that you don't know what's happening tomorrow. If you don't know what's happening tomorrow, how can you go? I'm going to do an hour's songwriting. Yeah. Well, so, you're you're leaving it to chance. You might you might yeah. end up doing songwriting, um, and I don't know. Maybe some people fight against that rigidity because it seems a little bit at odds with being a free thinking, free flowing creative. But I I'm mm -hmm. with you. I think you need to create the time for you to be creative and free. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just um, having that container. A lot of people believe that. They can't be creative on demand. Yeah. And I am very, very much on the side of you have to stretch your muscle and you have to make your muscle work for you when you need it to work. Mm. We talked about it in numerous um, episodes already to do with like, you can't wait for inspiration to come and hit you. You need to have inspiration ready for when you've got time to write. And this is where it all comes down. If you're kind of waiting, you know, oh, I got this idea at three o'clock this morning. What did you do? Did you make a note of what, what it was? Did you speak into your phone? Or did you get up at three o'clock in the morning, get your guitar out and start writing a song? Where where are you on that kind of, like if, you, if I'm a, I wrote it down and I dealt with it another time kind of person, same as yeah. in the car or on the train or anything like that. And it's not just not always new song ideas. It's uh, 
uh, when I'm listening back to some of the demos from the studio at the minute, I'm like, no, don't like that line. I need to replace line three in verse two. Hmm. That could be stronger. Better rhyming couplet or it could be stronger. And I make voice notes to myself if I can't type anything or write anything down. And then I go back and listen to them. But then, <laughs> then I get into the nasty cycle of I've got that many little voice notes to listen to. I have. I don't even want to tell you how many voice memos I have. I'm behind in my downloading and distilling. I need need to get that done. I've got a studio day booked next week, week today. And I know that I need to spend a little bit of time before that studio day to see, to plan what it is that I'm going to try and achieve during that studio day. And some of that might be listening to some voice notes of some changes to lyrics or some ideas I've had for the um, guitar parts in this song or etc etc I don't want to turn up on the day paying however much per hour and start kind of going oh what should I do about that I'm maximizing my time and my my cost my outlay yes so I can maximize my time there and I think that is another important thing is when you when you protect the time I've got five hours booked in that studio I'm going to maximize what I can achieve and I do that by being prepared by spending time before that time, getting ready for that time so I yes. can maximize everything. Yes. But see, the other thing is, so it's it's really interesting because like I was saying about how I'm better at protecting my time when I'm accountable to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And in a way, booking a studio space is, is accountability, right? Absolutely. Because you are, you are making a commitment. Um, so I think accountability is really important, not only for that, but Mm. just, you know, for instance, if, if you're struggling to protect time, even if you're not paying money for a space for your writing time, your time is still valuable because it's, there's, you only have so much of it in life and also in that particular session. So even if you're not paying somebody money to, to have that time, you still need to treat it as just as valuable, I think. And I think telling somebody, maybe this is, is part of it as well, is having the expectations and communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Cassidy knows that if I'm in the studio and I've come out here, I will tell her I'm in the studio and I'm recording the podcast. This time is being protected for that. You can't come out right now. Absolutely. Or, I'm yeah. going out to the studio and I'm working on a demo. You can't come out right now. And she understands that she can't come out because there's recording going on. There's an actual mm-hmm. tangible reason why she can't come out. But I think treating the actual songwriting with the same reverence and yeah. saying, I might not have a microphone recording. There might not be an actual reason why you can't come out, but you can't come out because this yeah. time is you know, is sacred. I'm, I'm creating something. I need you to give me this space and communicating that with your family and people you live with, I think is a huge part of not allowing things to bleed into that time. I think that's a massive thing, actually setting people's expectations of what you're doing or not doing as the Mm -hmm. case is. Cause it validates your use of the time, you know, and it, and then also I think your mindset. Yeah. And you're saying like, for example, you're saying to Cassidy, I'm going to be busy for the next couple of hours, but at this time I should be finished and we can do something then. You know, you're kind of also saying not now, but then. And that's another kind of way of protecting time for her as well. Hmm. Yeah, Yeah. 100% on that, 100%. I think it actually comes back to an analogy I heard recently where someone referred to it as cinema time. So (laughs) you, you, you go to the cinema and you switch your phone off, you turn all your distractions off, you get your snacks before you go into the actual screen room. Uh, so make sure you're all prepared for your two hours, 
40 minutes or three hours or whatever it is and you're switched off the film the movie is your focus for three hours and that kind of level of cinema time I try and approach my songwriting time that's brilliant I make sure I've got yeah. drinks like we're recording podcasts now I've got one two drinks I've turned off all my distractions I didn't turn off my notifications on my iPad which is why <laughs> We heard that at the beginning, had to start again, didn't we? But shh, no one knows, no one noticed. No, it's all good. But it's those kind of those kind of methods, those simple, simple things that will help you maximise and protect that time for your songwriting, mm. which as a result will then kind of really give you that fulfilment as well. So well, I certainly get that level of fulfilment when I spend some time songwriting. So sometimes I block out two hours, but after an hour I'm done because what I was hoping to achieve is already finished. Sometimes I block two hours and four hours in and I'm still going strong because I've got, I knew I had the time afterwards that was just allocated for the city household chores that can wait because I was in a flow. So yes, let's be rigid. Let's block some time out, but also let's be flexible because I think it makes it a lot more sense. It end up being sense. a double feature. Yeah, because <laughs> at the end of the day, songwriting isn't the same as writing a song. The yes, yes. That's something that I've we talk about a lot, you know. So writing a song is, I'm going to write verse one, verse two, a chorus. And blah, blah, blah. But songwriting can be short little snippets, as we've talked about before. Small bits or muscle stretching to keep that kind of, keep your inspiration ready. So writing titles, hooks, doing some rhyme work, doing some, you know, active listening of other music, podcasts, like this one, being active in your community, it's all encompassed under songwriting. Yeah, it's keeping it on your radar, I think. Yeah. But then giving yourself time to go deep and have focused time with it as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. Um, I think they they kind of work together. Um, but I, yeah, I do think there's a lot to that. And I think some people have or carry with them a, a misconception about that, that songwriting has to look a certain way. Songwriting has to, you know, if, if I don't sit down and have a complete song that's amazing by the end of my time. Mm -hmm. It was, I'm a failure. The, the session wasn't worthwhile. Therefore, there's no point in me doing it again. And then it perpetuates that cycle of not validating the activity that you're spending the time doing. Yeah. Do you think? You know yeah, what I totally. mean? Yeah, totally. And I think that comes down to, um, yeah, just kind of giving yourself permission. Yeah. You know, yeah. that validation you need is you've got to give yourself permission to block out some time for yourself to do some songwriting or book a co-write or go to the recording studio, whatever it is that you need to do, give yourself permission to do that and don't feel guilty for it, as we've already mentioned. Yeah, and no expectations either in the sense of, you know, yes. I don't have to have a certain thing at the end of that. It's the experience of giving yourself that time. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I find like if I get really into a, a project or a song, it doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes... It, you almost when you get that kind of flow state with it it's it's meditative like it you come out and you feel really refreshed and there's like this sort of time continuum that's gone where the time just goes by so quickly do you find that sometimes yes absolutely sometimes yeah. i'm like hold where the heck's that time gone yeah but this is the this i think i find that as i get older anyway to be honest <laughs> <laughs> but you've you've got to enjoy feels a bit cliche saying you've got to enjoy the journey of songwriting, but the creative process is the thing that kind of fills my cup. Mm. 
you know, obviously I want to do something with the songs at the at the end of the process because um, it makes me validates the, the the time I'm spent on them to a certain degree as well. But also, yeah, just kind of going through that process is actually something that um, I find important. But to actually get to that point, I think you've got to keep yourself motivated as well. Yeah. If you don't, you, people tend to, like we said, put up their own barriers to the process. Yeah, and I think there's there's lots of reasons for that, and I think people can unpick those. You know, it's it, there's probably things that we've touched on before: fear fear of failure, yeah, um, all sorts of things like that. We, you know, a sure way of not failing at something is to not, to do, not it. do it. Do it is to not do it, right? Um, yeah. And I mean, I think even for me, I've had to overcome, and I still have to overcome sometimes elements of that where I have to sit there and say, okay, why, why am I meeting resistance with this? Why? Mm. You know, and is it because I'm actually, do you ever have that where you're, you're sitting down for a writing session and you think, what if nothing comes? What if I sit here for an hour and nothing comes out? And then, and then something always does come out, but there's that feeling that you have to work through right at the beginning of it. Yeah. Where, where you kind of just, just this little kind of niggly fear. I don't know. I never have that. Okay. Because I've always got tons of stuff to kind of get me started. But I yeah. think the reason why I don't have that is because I also give myself permission just to write something that's not going to be my next big hit or it's not yeah. going to be a blockbuster. Songwriting pressures that we put on ourselves like that are boundaries. They they restrict us. Yeah, and like not healthy boundaries. Not healthy. Um, see, I find I'm worse with that mentality if I'm if I'm sitting down for a co-write and especially if I'm writing with someone I've never written with before. Because I'm do you know what I mean? Like you get that kind of nerves, like what if I can't bring it today? Like what Mm. if what if we sit there for two or three hours and we get to the end of it and I think what was that all about? I don't want to write with her anymore, you know. But you know, we <laughs> talked about kind of earlier about setting expectations. You have that conversation at the beginning of the writing session saying, yeah. you know what, I'm not a hundred percent hundred percent today, I'm maybe 70% today. So I just want to put that out there now. I'm hoping, you know, I'm sure we'll we'll have a we'll have a successful. Would write, you but... would you say that at the beginning though? Because I don't know if I I see I I'm quite I'm big we're kind of getting off topic a bit but like if I'm doing a performance and I'm not feeling 100% I will I will say it I probably shouldn't say it yeah. but in a writing session I always kind of feel like maybe that's just my internal yeah, maybe, but there's, there's going, ways of saying know? it there's ways of saying it you know oh I'm not I'm not feeling 100% half I guess it's term, just honest right yeah half term has just dragged me down I'm a little bit tired today this is going to be really good for me this session's going to be really good for me oh see I love how you did that at the end yeah I love how you flipped it yeah because I'd be but, like, let's just write a song about being tired. It's never going to be a hit, but let's just do it. <laughs> but that, I think that's that's part of um, the mindset side of things we've discussed. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. I've had a really tired week, blah, 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 blah. But this is going to be good for me. Mm. I always try and do that is kind of go, this is negative. This is why, but this is why I'm going to turn it around and make it positive. Love you, Celine. <laughs> You're, you've got such a way of just reframing everything. That's why I got you in my life. <laughs> but it, it's, it. a mi- it's a mindset that I haven't always had. I've, yeah. you know, I've struggled as, as the next person has with various things, demons, whatever you want to call them. But uh, um, it's, I started feeling this way when I discovered two very important things. Number one, the power of no. Oh, yes. The power to say no. <laughs> power of no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Though. Yeah. The, the, 
the the power in me to say no to something that is going to take away something from my existence, my life, my plan, my time, that's not going to add anything for the time invested into it. Hmm. Doing things for other people, don't get me wrong, doing things for other people is a it's a thing I enjoy doing. But when that doesn't add anything to me or I've got things, I say, no, I can't do that today. I'm too busy. If someone says, oh, this is the only time I can do that with you. Well, I'm really sorry. I've got these things booked. I can't move them. I can't do that today. We're going to have to look at something else. Or like a, an example is um, someone coming up to you 10 minutes before you finish your job saying, can you just do this quick thing for me? And I go, no. If it's such a quick thing, why have you taken the time to walk all the way down here to ask me to do it for you instead of just doing it yourself? But that also, is so true. That is also, so true. I, I'm still finishing up my, my day work, so ask, just me asking me to do that is going to make me work late. And I've got to get home. I'm, I've got a date night with my wife or something like that. So I'm afraid today it's a no. I can do it for you in the morning first thing if it can wait till then. Or you sounded very Dragon's around. Den there for a minute. It's, it's a no from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But taking taking that that kind of um, opportunity to actually protect yourself, mm. and sometimes saying no to other things that are going to take you away from the things that are important to you is not not good. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got those things in life which you 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 can't avoid. I get that, but there's there's kind of there is power in the word no. Yes, definitely, and I think also not waiting to say no until it's the point where you've already been negatively impacted as well. Like I think people will say, oh no, I can't do that because I'm feeling really ill or I can't do that. Sometimes it's okay just to say no. Yeah. Just because actually I'm keeping myself from getting to the point where I actually have a, 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 you know, a reason for it. It's just, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm protecting my time today for this, you know, you've, you've, for example, I've been trying to, uh, set up a, a co-writing situation with somebody and they keep going oh I can't do it now on that day can we move it to this day and after a couple of yeah 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 sure because I appreciate people have got busy lives but after a few I'm like do you know what this is not going to work out it's not working for me I keep setting my time aside and you keep swapping and changing so no I'm, I think going forward we're not the we're not the right match because that person with that is non-committal or flaky let's use the word flaky um is not is is kind of causing me kind Kellogg's of cornflakes. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to work with me because I I'm organised. I'm I'm a little bit OCD about it about <laughs> being early rather than late, and so that's not working for me. And that whole if that's how that person is in general, it's not it's it's not going to create the best working environment for us to be writing songs together. I think so it's I've, really healthy for for you to be able to look at things that way. And you know, I, I need I need a page out of that book. Well, it's taken me a long time to be able to do that. But the reason I think I've been able to do it is with the power of no. And then the other one, number two, is the power of yes. Mm. And I find saying yes to new opportunities, saying yes to situations where previously I would shy away from because of imposter syndrome or because it's a new social group that I've not spent time in. But sometimes doing those things can really, really fill, fill your your world fill your cup give mm. you that kind of um you know that 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 top level kind of and you can ride that wave for days afterwards yeah yeah definitely so getting back to this idea of kind of protecting time really the essence in those two things is 
say no as much as you can to things that are going to get in the way of that time that you're protecting and say yes to things that you can fill that time with that's going to serve you. Yeah. Yeah. Being and, And to do that, I think you've got to be confident in what you want out of life, out of your songwriting. What are yeah. your priorities? You've got to go back to all those things we've already discussed. And and it's not just a, a switch on, switch off thing. You've got to have a bit of time invested in all these areas, I think. Yeah, definitely. You look at what your priorities are, not only in life, but as a songwriter, and then use that time to make it happen. Definitely. And I, th- and I think if you're really clear about what you're wanting to accomplish or feel or, you know, use that time for, then you're going to be less likely to allow that time to be squashed out of your yeah. life. And yeah. you know what? It's not perfect. It's not going to work out every time. No. But, you know, like the eighty twenty rule would probably be a good, I like you know, that. yeah, I like, that. you know, if you, if you can have, you know, plan for your writing and 80% of the time you're managing to honor that time. Mm-hmm. I think that's an honor in the way that you set out to. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, you know, th- things happen. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But we have to try to, yeah, try to make sure that we're winning. This has been quite deep, hasn't it? It has. It has. I feel I exhausted. I need a nap now. I, so. I, know. I don't know why. <laughs> I thought we were going to be talking about things like, oh, I use this app and it helps me save time. Or, but it's actually turned out to be a bit more kind of philosophical, yeah. philosophical mindset and mentality orientated, which I think is actually a good thing because... Yes, there are some apps out there that could save you some time. We'll maybe mention them. Or minute, help but... you to be maybe more organized in terms of things like that. But yeah. but that, I think that's going to be different for everybody. Yeah. Um, there's certain things that I use that, that help with my organization that may not work for someone else. But I think we've, we've gone for quite the big concept yeah. side of things, which I think hopefully there's a little something for everybody. Yeah, definitely. And I think actually the, the mindset of this and the mentality and the way you think about your songwriting how you think about your songwriting how you value your time songwriting is actually the biggest part of this if you if you value if you value your time then why are you not making the time yeah if you value songwriting then you need to value it with time you need yeah you need to create the time to to feed the value yeah time time is the commodity here um you know, we, we, we're supposed to spend eight hours a night at, asleep, aren't we? Because mm. that's what makes us the, the uh, peak peak human beings. Um, if you have less than that or more than that, that affects people in different ways. But everyone's different. If I have six hours sleep a night, I'm actually quite good. Six hours is not, is, is not dreadful for me. Um, but other people need seven, eight, ten hours sometimes because that's just there you've got to listen to your body and how you value it yourself and how it affects you personally is the key I think Mm. definitely so much there so much there well I sincerely hope thank you very much for listening everybody out there this is I think I feel like this has been a long one today I've got I literally have just sat and thought I have got no how no idea how long we've been talking today because I forgot to note the time when we started (laughs) <laughs> now there's some irony there so we're doing right? a podcast about about <laughs> protecting time and we have no idea how long we've been talking for it could be into the hoovering time we don't know we put aside three hours today for we this did. didn't we yeah three hours to have a catch-up about what's going on in the community over the next few months record a podcast and i'm sure when we press the stop button in a minute you and i'll have a catch-up on just general stuff yeah before we have to go off and 
do the rest of the things we've scheduled in for our days. But that's how it works for us. And we're going to leave you with that note, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. Definitely. And, you know, feel free to reach out to us, send us an email, reach out on socials, let us know what, you know, where you're at with your timekeeping for for songwriting. Is it something you struggle with? What strategies have you got in place that work for you? Share it with us. We'd love to hear. 